Hey there, welcome back to Teen Techies. I'm Anushka. I'm Rashima. And I'm Prisha. So today we'll be discussing the company that has produced 1.91 million vehicles and is named after the man who invented the alternating current induction motor. Can anyone guess which company it is? Is it Toyota? Or by Chevrolet? No, it's Tesla. Today we'll be discussing the past, present, and future of Tesla. So without further ado, let's get into it. Hey guys, so welcome back to season two of Teen Techies. I think we're on episode six. Yeah, not 100% sure. Um, <laughs> this These past couple of weeks have been a blur. Uh, we haven't I mean, recorded an episode in a while either. It's We've had SAT and school oh and now it's Thanksgiving break and the semester is almost over. And also, guys, I need to interject. Even with Thanksgiving break, it's not like juniors get a week to rest. No, no. it's like <laughs> test guides, study guides, for finals. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, thank you. Dude, I miss school. Like, I don't want to be on break. I'd rather just go to school right now. Really? Why? Take that back. no okay because it's annoying when you're like you have to go somewhere and you have to take your work with you so it's like you're touring places and you're doing work it's double the thing that's on you Prisha that's on you (laughs) you decide to do that to yourself you brought that upon yourself yeah no I'm I'm yeah we enjoy the break okay yeah I'm like (laughs) reading I'm like painting well good for you guys (laughs) Yeah, the I, only I, I don't like, even go on people, it's fine. The only thing that's like keeping me going is that I'm going to see Rashima soon. I'm not sure how soon, but like soon. <laughs> I think it's like on Wednesday. Okay, yeah. It's okay, just just a little more time. And then, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess we already answered the question of how are you doing? So we can just jump into the episode. <laughs> Um, as you heard in our introduction, we're going to be talking about Tesla, um, just a little bit about its past, present, and future. We, we really like doing these episodes about companies, especially you know, really fast-growing ones or really influential ones, and so we thought we would just touch a little bit on this one like we did with Instagram. So, Rashima, if you want to take the past. Yeah, so I'll be covering the history of Tesla and how it came to be. So uh, I think as of right now, the CEO is Elon Musk, and um, Fun fact, you guys, he was not the founder of this company. Um, it was founded in 2003 by engineers Martin Eberhardt and Mark Tarpenning in San Carlos, California. It was origi- originally called um, Tesla Motors, uh, and I think it got, cha- uh, it got changed in 2017. Um, this company was named after um, the inventor Nikolai Tesla, best known for discovering um, the properties of rotating electromagnetic field. Um, and it like led to what was, um, and the company itself has um, given significant contribution to electrical engineering and sciences, and, and in recent decades has become a pop culture icon among engineers. So basically this company um, took the idea from a failed company. So like um, it was, um, I think the failed company was General Motors and um, they didn't like release their electric cars to the future, like public, like, but engineers thought that this like idea and concept from an engineering point of view was like, it could be built upon and it was really viewed like really great work. So what these uh, engineers did, um, they took that idea and they just built upon it. So they um, started like 
uh, we don't know much about like their um guys i'm failing words <laughs> we don't know much about their like past and how these like where they studied like these engineers but we what, what do we what what we do know is that elon musk joined southern ford and he invested like he was the main investor in this company and he became uh, the chairman of its board directors he also asked like google to help in chip in, in this company so basically um and the engineers um ed bark and tarpenning had dreamed of building an entirely electronic sports car electric sports car um in 2006 they and like they made their first prototype uh the tesla roadster which entered production in 2008 with the roadster uh tesla achieved something that no company had ever had like they produced an entirely electric car with practical uh specifications that arguably met the consumer needs and i think at the time um it was um, like not a common like a common man couldn't buy, but it was still viewed as like successful because it was the first electric car um, that like met consumer needs. And um, but um, the first model was in two thousand eight, and it could travel like 250 miles in a single battery. Uh, it used a standard lithium ion battery uh, structure that was common in men like in many electronic devices, and consumer could recharge. The car and standard wall outlet so like you can already see that this car like the it's beyond it's like time to like um i guess this was a time like youtube was coming and like you know there was still um henry fords out there and there still are and this was like the first like um revolution of the car industry i guess in a sense because they literally put all like the physics of it into a car and they also like let's test this out and it it worked for them and um but this did not like become a really, really famous product among like, you know, uh, common people because um, it, the car cost a little more than 100,000. Um, and that was like, that already eliminates like half the population out. And this company uh, immediately ran into the problem of charging time. Um, the, ori the original roaster could require between 24 and 48 hours to recharge on standard. Um, um, this model is the roaster. It's not the Model S sedan um sorry I, I just didn't mention that in the beginning um this is like the original original roasters so like they started with this and then they made modifications and i'm, I'm guessing Prisha will cover more um as sedan yeah um and like this at the beginning the charging time because it just took so long for the lithium uh, battery to get charged it was the biggest problem and then they like the company um they changed leadership teams like 2008 they changed the ceo um, but, um, Elon Musk was still like, he, in October, 2008, he took over the CEO of the company and fired because they were going through financial, like needs at the time, um, financial problems. He fired 25% of the company staff. So there was like a low down in the Tesla company. Um, but this happened with controversy. Like people were like, why do you like, you know, there were obviously controversy because uh, at the time, I guess, Elon Musk. No one really knew who he was or like, you know, they didn't support the idea fully of the change. And in 2009, they relocated the headquarters in Palo Alto. Like this, this is basically like, you know, the financial struggles this company went through, like growing and becoming this, you know, this international icon that we know today that many people refer to as successful. And then in 2008, they, Tesla announces first, this is the, uh, first attempt at bringing down the cost of its products. The Model S sedan, which, you know, Prisha would further um, go on, would be uh, retail for 
76,000. And that was like uh, the price, three quarters of the price of the roadster. So this was like a really big deal at the time. And it just like, this was the beginning attempt to like make electric cars like more common among the population in America. And then this became the modern phase of Tesla where I guess Prisha is going to take over um, from now. Yeah, so that was basically the um, beginnings of Tesla up until I want to say 2012. I think January of 2012 is when they halted yeah. production of the Roadster. Um, and then they started, they turned, they decided to halt that production so that they could turn their full attention to the Model S sedan. Um, so am I pronouncing that right? I'm really not good with cars. I, I so think the sedan, you are. Yeah, I think it's yeah. the sedan. Sedan? Okay, cool. <laughs> no, I, I'm really bad with cars. Like I, I don't, I can't even tell you like the basic functions or the basic things in a car, which is why I'm very scared to start driving, but that's a whole different thing. <laughs> but um, okay, yeah. So the Model S sedan, basically um, it came with multiple different battery options, which could um, get you through like 235 miles to approximately 300 miles. And it, I think there were three batteries, battery options they gave with this. And the highest performance battery would give you an acceleration from zero to 60 miles per hour in about four seconds with um, like it can reach a maximum speed of 130 miles per hour. And so I don't, that just hits like a, a bit different after having done physics because then you're like, oh, this is yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and the Model S sedan also had its battery located underneath the floor instead of like the traditional back of the car. I guess um, whenever you, in any traditional standard car you have, like the battery is always located I, in the back. Yeah. And so um, actually I think Rashima, one time when you were here, they had to, remember the battery of my car stopped working. So then they had to open the back of the thing. Yeah, so, I was very concerned. I was like, why are they... Yeah, like no, I, I did not know what was going on mm -hmm. yeah it was it was a whole thing actually no that was in the front of the car never mind okay so I think it's either in the back of the car or the front of the car um and so that kind of takes up a quite a bit of storage space for the car especially if it's in the back because you know like that's generally where you keep the trunk and like that's your whole storage space and like I said I'm not good with cars so um I'll I have to fact check this fact check this later, um, but the having the battery in the center right no underneath the floor in the center of the car, um, it helped not only with storage but also um, it helped uh, its its center of gravity, which is something I think it's really known like this model is known for, um, just in terms of like. Like I said, it, it could go, it's a very fast car, it can go very fast. Um, and so that helped it as well. I think the, the proper terminology used is like improved handling for the center of gravity. And this placement that they kind of set upon would become standard for all the future Tesla models. And it's, I think, what differentiated it from all the other car making companies, but that like at the same time, like Rashima said, that really made its audience a, um, a very narrow group of people because like the newer things, I guess, are always the things that are going to be more expensive. And so, you mm -hmm. know, their prices were as such. And so they could only um, target towards a certain group of people. Um, 
And to accommodate for these battery-run cars, Tesla introduced superchargers in 2012 in the US and Europe to allow Tesla users to charge the batteries of their car. Um, and then I think they built factories in places such as Reno, Nevada, Buffalo, New York, and Shanghai, China. Um, and they called these factories Giga factories, and that's where they produced their batteries and their vehicles and everything. And if you think about it, the, the placement that they had, where they these were the three places they started off, Reno, Nevada, Buffalo, New York, and Shanghai, Shanghai China. So these, I think, were pretty strategic places just in terms of like how they could get their imports and exports done, because you have one, um, one center on the west coast of the U.S., one center on the east coast of the U.S., and then one in Asia. So, you know, the west coast can help with most of the U.S., and so can the east coast, and the east coast can also take stuff out to Europe, which is where I think that's where they were selling their cars or targeting their cars mainly. So, yeah, strategic, um, not marketing, what would you call it? Strategic placement. Huh? Placement of location I'm feeling um, words as well today so yeah words are difficult words are hard <laughs> um and then in 2017 um they began production for a more inexpensive vehicle um called the model 3 and that vehicle would cater towards a larger variety of people so that it's not just you know the these high-end cars being sold which of course they were still high-end but you know by 2017 they had been around for enough time that it's still new but you know it's people have gotten used to it and so the having an inexpensive model helped them really what do you what would you say expand their audience um or that's not an audience it's a con consumer market right okay i mean kind of they're both very similar i would say i mean yeah that's true tests i mean tesla's audience is going to be the one buying mm -hmm. their product so it's going to turn into their consumer market okay i got a bit of words right so, <laughs> um and this model 3 became tesla's best-selling vehicle and the best-selling electric car of all time surpassing the nissan leaf um and so we've talked a lot about tesla and like their the motor aspect of it like you like rishima said the company was originally called tesla motors right um, and so eventually, I think around 2017, yeah, 2017, they branched out into solar energy, or actually this might have been 2016. Yeah, 2016, they branched out into solar energy products as well. The first thing they had with that, I think, was a line of batteries to store electric power from solar energy to be used in homes and businesses. And this kind of led them to buy solar company Solar City in 2016. And then in 2017, they changed the name of the company to Tesla Inc. or Incorporated, right? Mm -hmm. Say Tesla Incorporated to reflect that they did not only sell cars, but you know, their whole um uh you'd call it their their whole idea of the company was yeah. growing with its own growth. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that kind of takes it up to the present. I think you also have a couple of more like significant events that occurred where some lawsuits between um, Tesla and Elon Musk. <laughs> yes, Rishima. Rishima. Okay, I would like to start. So Elon Musk, our favorite CEO ever. He is, okay, I've heard. He's okay, interesting. He is. He's interesting. 
I am a Marvel fan, and many people say that, like, the character of Iron Man, like, um, you know, the guy behind the suit, or, or what, Tony Stark, he was based off of Elon Musk. And I do not agree. Like, I agree with that statement a little bit. But then during this Tesla thing, this guy goes out on Twitter, and he, like, puts out several statements, and he doesn't even, he, he as a CEO was, like, super excited about the, like, you know, you and, like, I guess it's, um, it's, like, you you can be this excited. Like he was genuinely very excited with the success that company was getting in. So he goes out Twitter and he can't keep this in his like belly. He goes on Twitter and he's like, he goes like, he promises that like um, the rates of like the model sedan will be like much more. And then like US could get like a lot more production. And basically that couldn't happen because like the Tesla, like companies are not like, they can't produce as much. And he faced so much like uh, like financial suits and then lawsuits. His Twitter account got banned because he kept tweeting out these like, you know, kind of like mindless like promises and tweets just like showcasing his like excitedness. Nest, like, I don't even know if that's a word, but like he was excitement. And that like, it just, and he like, I think in 2018, he also like went like Tesla's going private rather than a public company. And then everyone's like, what? And at the time, Tesla didn't go. And that when she like, he is not the seat, like, he's not like on the CEO chair anymore, but he's still like legally the CEO of the company, but someone else does like the CEO work because obviously after all this like frauds and losses uh, during this time, they couldn't trust Elon Musk with them. Yeah. But I just think that he's an interesting character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With the lawsuits, if I'm correct, both Tesla and Elon Musk had to, they were fined $20 million, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, this is like I mean this is unrelated but like the other day I'm in California right now so I'm in Los Altos and that's pretty close to Palo Alto that's where the whole headquarters is located so I drove by there the other day and um I mean it's I don't know what how to word this but it's it's kind of crazy like in the Silicon Valley like there are so many of these huge giant companies you've heard so much about but like like I learned so much about it through the steep dive. I mean, which is still not done. So I mean, yeah, you know, it has to take the future. Yeah. I have one more comment, but then mm-hmm. I'm sure you take the stage. But um, Elon Musk. This I forgot. <laughs> oh, oh, I know what I was going to talk about. I the space race. So like you remember, like yeah, I think like earlier this year, 2019 or something. Elon Musk was like, I'm gonna take the rocket ship to like space and stay there. But the space and, race part two. Yeah, and when the amount of money he spent on that was like horrifying, especially given like the COVID crisis at the time. Yeah. I don't know. Like he was just like money. Yeah. And people made fun of him because they were like, he's gonna go to space for like three seconds and then be back. <laughs> like, what's the point? Yeah. Of so no, I well, think he, that guy's yeah, I feel like we need to talk a little bit about this you know Elon Musk character right now like I I, he's just a different like CEO like you see like Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, Jeff Bezos like they're all like Sundar Pichai they're all like one on one side of the spectrum and then he's like on this like completely other side where like (laughs) he's not even on the spectrum he just created his own spectrum like you know what I mean like he just like yeah no No, he's less of a CEO and more of a celebrity I would say like he they like he like wants people to like idealize him and stuff or I I idolize he he tweeted something once about um Tesla leaving the Bay Area and moving to Austin right yeah, the Gigafactory is going to be yeah, 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 in Austin. 
Yeah. Is that actually happening? Yeah, I'll, I'll talk about that for the future one. Oh, but like, okay. he's, I don't know, he's very like, I, I feel you can see that reflected in the company and like how the company does things as well, right? Like um, both of you guys mentioned how they have very specific, you know, like niche audiences and they um, cater towards people who are in like the upper middle to higher class. And I guess maybe the time that the company started only really like celebrities would drive it. Now I think you see a lot of more people drive it generally because they've been able to reduce their prices a little bit. But like when it started, it did aim towards that like high class. And I mean, I think just like the way that he presents himself and the way that the company, not to like, we're not canceling Elon Musk and like not to trash him, just having a general discussion about him. I think it's just really reflected um, in the company and uh how it functions and everything no and I guess also like the like I, I mentioned before like Tony Stark was kind of based off of Elon Musk yeah. and I guess that's like reflective too because if you just look at Tony Stark like he himself is kind of cocky and yeah like, yeah I'm a pay, playboy philanthropist billionaire I memorized that line <laughs> but yeah and I guess Tony Stark. Stark. huh Tony Stark okay okay just making sure <laughs> yeah so I guess it's like, you know, I find yeah. it kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. And like how celebrities do like, I guess like different things. Like I feel like he does it. Like he, his, um like when his kid was born, I think like two years ago, maybe it was last year. It was like, the name was like, like A-X-Y-Z. Like I was like, what is this name? Like I, that was in the news. And I was like, I, it's something that you would hear about a celebrity or like a PR stunt or something rather than like a CEO. I feel like, I don't know. He's kind of just, put it like, like I was saying at the beginning he's put himself his on a different kids, I just googled his kid's name it's E-A-X-I-I I don't know if they're real like English letters aren't some of them like Greek characters yeah I don't I think it literally looks like a robot's name I don't know like the other thing that I want to say is like so if you look at how his cars, I was reading about this like a couple days ago, but if you look at how he's named his cars, so the first one was Model S, and then Model 3, it was supposed to be Model E, but I think another car was already named Model Model E, so they named it Model 3, and then he has Model X, and then Model Y, so like that just, I mean, I don't know, like I feel like a normal CEO wouldn't do that, but you know, maybe... That's his charm, I guess. Like that's why he's so yeah. Cool. Maybe it's just not being there. And he, like he intended to do that too. So it's like, oh, I mean, I guess cool idea. I don't know. Also, the guy know. has seven kids. The thing, like the guy has seven kids. Huh. And okay, yeah. Okay, guys. This is like a Tesla deep dive into an Elon Musk deep dive. <laughs> I mean, he's a big part of it. Like, like how the yeah. company yeah, is functioning, yeah. and like, I, I mean, I read another thing how he sleeps at like four a.m. every single day and wakes up at six. Like he definitely works hard. It's just, we just had to have a discussion about that. <laughs> Moving on to the future of Tesla. So Tesla has sold 499,550 electric vehicles last year, and they expect a 50% average annual growth in deliveries over the next four years. So if they've already sold about 500,000, it's crazy how much they're going to grow. Um, you know, with this expected statistic. Um, and so basically by 2030, they could be selling nearly 10 million cars. And I think that's one thing that they're really focusing on in, tor- in order to achieve this goal is to um, lower their prices and make it more affordable for the average person so that even someone in the middle class could be able to afford it. And that's how I think they're trying to expand themselves. 
Um, also, Tesla's autopilot system could be transferred to other non-Tesla cars in the future. Uh, and that would be interesting because, you know, we at one point we could have, if you think about it, just like, like theoretically in the future, we could have all cars have an autopilot system. And that's, I mean, we've talked about this with our AI episode and stuff like, that's scary. Like cars <laughs> having an autopilot system and being able to drive like themselves. Yeah. Um, and when you just said like the autopilot part, I don't know why my brain just conjured up like this image of like, you know, some like, like, you know, the car's going and you're like, it's on autopilot, right? And this guy's just standing there and instead of like, you know, like a normal person would just like, like go like break, like hard break on it. Yeah. This guy goes like, you know, the navigation system kind of speaks up and goes like, sir, may you please monitor the, and the guy like, he's on the phone or something, he doesn't hear it and he just like, yeah. the, and then like the navigation system is like, oh, it's cool. Like, you know, I told him he didn't move, whatever he just Right, like goes through him I don't know why the demons popped up and I was like no I do not feel comfortable with that fact but yeah. I feel like if they improve the AI like you know mm-hmm. um, technology but then again, like, how much can you improve the AI like there's always going to be that risk there's always going to be that risk no, AI, I, I mean that was the whole theme of our AI episode I think right like AIs it can take you far but like it's always going to have its limitations no I think at this point, technology is going to be so advanced that at one point, like, it's going to produce humans. Like, it's just going to start to be like, oh, you want a baby? Like, here you go. Oh, no, we're, like, we're not We're not going, what, what was it, 1984? Is that the book? <laughs> is, that, is that what it was? I, oh, no, no, that was um, Brave New World. Oh, yeah, yeah, good, Brave New World, yeah. We're not going all Brave New World in here. Yeah. Our no, well, I, I guess that's like the, the, that the reference. future world you're going to be in. Yeah, no, it's crazy because that's 2030. That's nine years. 10 million Tesla autopilot function. Oh my god, that's we're nine gonna be in our 20s, bro. We're gonna be in our 20s. Like we're gonna be like early. Rashima, stop. Why are you ah no? This I'm is already nice. accepting the fact that I'm old. At this point. <laughs> we're already turning into aunties, guys. It's fine. <laughs> um <laughs> Prisha's not ready to accept this. Well, I'm, I'm not. I'm not ready. But you know, the other day, I'm with my little cousin right now, and he called me Bua, and Bua means aunt. <laughs> Rashima, why? This is not what you. Are you I have to think about this. No, no, I'm no, not Bua. Yeah, he calls no, me Bua. He called me Bua. Wait, you're the. You're the Your mom question. is Bua. Bua. Your mom is his Bua. That's the thing. I am his Didi. My mom is his Bua. But you know what he's he decided to do. I am Bua and he, my mom is Vivi. <laughs> How does this make any sense? That's really funny, actually. Why do these things happen ask to him. you? Be like, bro, this like, always happens to me. Bro, yeah, it actually only happens to you. Like, that's yeah. not. <laughs> no, you like bring it up when he's older. Be like, you know, I had a beef with you when you were younger. Like, why'd you call me Bua? Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm so the type of person to do that. And like, I have a bunch of stories about how people think I'm old, but like, that's a story for another day. Or stories <laughs> for another uh, other days. Yeah, Anushka, yeah. do you want to finish here? Yes, continuing <laughs> with Tesla, <laughs> a supersonic vertical takeoff and landing electrical jet is supposedly going to happen um, in the near future with SpaceX. And I guess, I mean, SpaceX is a different company, not exactly related to Tesla, but hey, it's Elon Musk's thing. So we have to talk about it, right? <laughs> um, but that's also interesting because it could it's essentially going to go up in the sky and go really fast and be faster than airplanes. And that is also something that's really freaky. Go to like California, like 30 minutes, an hour. Um, yes. Yeah, I'm kind yeah. of slightly concerned about like 
the atmospheric, like, you know, like um, the protective layer that we have around Earth that keeps us the ozone safe. layer? Yeah, the <laughs> ozone layer. I forgot words for a second there. But I'm scared that it will, like, tear. I don't know. Like, the way, like, you described it, like, it will go super fast. I don't know. I yeah, like, it's got a vertical takeoff jet, and it it's a vertical takeoff and landing electric jet, so it goes up. I feel like, okay, sometimes these companies don't look at, like, the climate change aspect. I feel like these are companies are, like, the ones who are, like, bro, climate change is a hoax by the government. You know, like, it's straight up just a hoax. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not being serious, by the way. Anyone listening out there, I, I think climate change is real. Yeah, we all do. But, yeah. yeah. Like the way some companies just talk about it, like especially like this one, like okay, supersonic vertical takeoff. Like, what are the consequences of it? Right. I don't know. That's another thing that's like controversial about the Tesla and Musk in general. Which I'm sorry, we're back to Musk, but um, (laughs) he, the electric cars are supposed to be better for the environment, right? But then he does SpaceX, and like I don't know. I feel like. I read this other thing about how electric cars may not be as good for the environment as we think they are. And so like- The two things don't cancel out a bunch of the exactly, time. Exactly, like, yeah. The amount, of, the amount you put, of good you're putting in um, doesn't, or it's a, it's a perspective because obviously like yeah. we're not being um, subjective in any way or we try not to be subjective in any way. But um, the amount, a lot of the times the amount of good that you are putting in is not equivalent to the amount of harm that you need yeah. that you may also be putting in. And like so. he has to know, right? Like the company has to know that like, I mean, maybe they don't know, but like, I feel like you have to know that like you're producing all these things and you're putting them into the, into the environment and it can hurt the environment. And that's another thing that I think just companies, tech companies in general need to be cognizant of because they make all these plans and say, yeah, we're going to do this by 2030 and this by 2040 and this by 2050. But that's not going to happen if the environment dies. Like if the sun yeah. dies, then we're the all dead. Now, I think the real question these tech companies need to ask are like, will the world exist at that point? Like, you know, the way we're progressing towards like end, yeah. end it's like really scary. And I'm like, this company scare me i don't know why but like this is from this conversation the only thing that's coming in my head is like imagine elon musk to be the one to break the ozone layer stop (laughs) can you break the ozone layer i don't know man isn't there a big gigantic hole from it either way like it's always breaking (laughs) okay so while rashima googles that um a tesla cyber truck is currently available for for pre-order and it's an all-electric battery-powered truck that will begin production in 2022 so not only are they focusing on cars but they're also focusing on trucks and other products now and like Prisha was saying they've changed their name to Tesla Inc like pretty recently right 2017 and actually I feel like that's something that a lot of companies are doing even Facebook changed their name to Meta I think recently so I think a lot of these companies are trying to they started with like a very specific function and now they're trying to branch out and do other things, which, you know, could be good. It could be bad. It's another episode, <laughs> but, um, Rashima, did you find it? Yeah. Well, it says, um, like it could be like, I don't know, like how to phrase it, but it sounds like the effect will be like, not that great. Like, you know, obviously not, but um, it'll be like really small, but it'll keep growing with the way that these tech companies are like, you know, like Blue Origin and SpaceX and like these other space ventures that are growing. It's going to like affect us. Like, but like in the beginning, it'll be a small, like, like 
like small like how climate change started like they were like oh yeah. like the plants are dying is that a big deal no there's like three billion other plants <laughs> but now it's a big deal so I think that's yeah. what's going to go uh and it's at like over 60 years like of thing and there's a there like the way you can break the ozone layer is like a specific chemical like a chemical compound mm-hmm. that breaks it but other than that there's not like not really been other research done okay like I was yet. imagining like like a plane just like shooting through those <laughs> just like no, but we do that like I think like um satellites do that right like they go through but they I think it's just like the chemicals you use like the engine exhaust or whatnot but knowing Elon Musk like that might just be like a mistake he makes and he, he has a public apology letter on it I don't know he's like guys you are not canceling later. musk if he ever listens to this you're a great guy <laughs> we love you we just don't agree with your methods we just don't agree with your methods you say we love that. your music we <laughs> Prisha, Prisha. i said we don't agree with your methods that's okay i think Prisha has selective hearing sometimes she's hearing, <laughs> she just hears music when she wants every to. single time Yes. The last thing for the future. So the Giga Factory um, that we talked about earlier, they're building one in Austin, um, which is under production. And I think one in Berlin, Germany as well. And this is going to be Tesla's first plant build from the ground up in the U.S. And it's going to assemble the Tesla semi truck. So that is exciting and just different things for the future of Tesla will affect the future of our, our world. I mean, the company is so big oh. now, um, just like all of these other tech companies and stuff. So it's just interesting to think about how one company is going to change our fate for the and year. Like the, the crazy perspective that I guess, like the crazy perspective that I'm getting from this is like so many people start businesses. businesses. Yeah. Like, I mean, high schoolers start businesses and like pretty successful ones at that as well. Um, and so it's like, do you go into the business with the idea, Rashima, are you okay? I think she's researching about the ozone layer. Well, I think Rashima's no. like, I, okay, you know, we were like talking about Elon Musk and I'm like, what about this guy? He's a South African. Yeah. You didn't know that? He has a, I did not know that. I think Rashima's just kind of like, She's getting in her own deep dive on yeah okay. on Google. Yeah, <laughs> you continue with your. What's it called? It's like the it's a rabbit hole. Yeah, 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 yeah. the Google rabbit hole. What what was I saying? Oh yeah, so like, do you go into the like when you're building the company? Do you go into it with the idea of like, I want to change the world and I want to do this, this, and this? I mean, like, those, I those really doubt it. I mean, I feel like there's there's like an idea there that like yeah I want to change the world but I also think there's like an aspect of realism there that's like this might not work out and this might end up in a failure and for so many people it ends up in a failure I mean we wouldn't know these names like like Steve Jobs company might not have worked out and we wouldn't have Apple somebody else might have done it I mean Mm -hmm. I think that's that's the honest like reality there um and like a lot of this is luck like a lot of it is yeah oh I met this person and this person's gonna help me do this thing with this person it's it's very dependent on like specific factors and so Mm -hmm. I think that's why so many startups like come out but not all of them are successful because it's really luck dependent and it's really about you know what are the people gonna like and what are they not gonna like and that's sometimes I think difficult to figure out and then also is in like these business like 
like you know startup companies and stuff the only ones that get put into books or like even history are like the ones that became successful like no one talks mm-hmm. about the failures that's so true. i guess like for people looking into this went like you know this type of like study or whatever right like to business they just think like oh i can become that like and i guess that's also the great point of it like you you can think positive and start from there but mm-hmm. i guess they also don't know the real hardships because I've often seen that like some of them don't cover it. Like they'd be like, oh yeah, he like, you know, he was poor and whatnot, but they don't go into details about it because they're like, you know, what matters he became rich at the end. So I guess mm-hmm. a lot of like this affects the thinking these people bring into their company as well. It's like, yeah. we'd rather be successful or nothing at all. And I guess that's a wrong way to think about it because mm-hmm. some of these tech companies, they're like, they're literally world changers. Like we just talked about it. Like mm-hmm. Elon Musk, like if he does things without like, you know, having a scientist team, like research team on his board, like it could really mess up the, Mm-hmm. earth you live on and we don't want that for obvious reasons yeah. because we live on it but mm-hmm. other than that it's like and also um i anushka mentioned the fact that uh these cars are going to be like really really popular by like the next four years mm-hmm. by 2030 and i think one of the reasons why is like i was watching the news the other day and this was because i um we were like driving by like a petrol pump and i happened to see like the price rates and like last year i think it was like two dollars or three and I think that's been like the average for me growing up. Like I've yeah. seen that as a, and last week I saw the price and it was like $5 per gallon. And I was like, what is going on? So I go on YouTube and I see this like, um, because it was like really recent. Like it was like, you know, these prices have been like hella high. And I saw this um, morning today show video and it was like, mm-hmm. no trouble going over. And it's like, because last year what happened was the oil industry shut down due to the Corona pandemic. Yeah. And so there was no more, like, I guess the production kind of just like halted because no one was going out as much. And I guess that's like, like very reasonable because at the time it was like what pandemic, it was like air, like mm-hmm. it still is. But like at the time there was like a more, um, there's more panic around it. But so like the company, the American company just went like, oh no, we don't need it anymore. So they shut down completely. Yeah. So now like the, the, like the consumer demand is just increasing and they're not able to produce that much. So that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons why the prices went up. But I'm guessing it's also, like, you know, also, like, oil is a natural resource, like, it can get depleted, and it could never be created again, you know, in the yeah. sense, like, mm-hmm. so it takes time for that, too, and I'm guessing that's the reason why people are leaning towards electric cars, because I literally, I, I was watching, and I was like, bro, and then the guy, like, the news anchor, no, Trevor, he goes, like, oh, and also, like, the Americans are paying $16 more than they paid last year for the gas. Yeah. And I'm like, that's a lot of money, like, that's a lot, and that's especially true. even for me, because I live in, like, a suburban, like, even, like, we, like, because we use our car, like, cars, the main transport for everywhere mm-hmm. we go, especially in a country as big as the U.S. that has, like, another, like, and public transportation is not as much, like, like yeah, you know, I feel like, there. unless you're in New York, I mean, public transportation is kind of, like, lacking in most places. Yeah, I mean, especially, like, like, not just short distance, but also long distance as well, like, if you want to go anywhere, you have to either drive or you have to take a plane. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, I know Europe is very well known for like having a bunch of public transportation that'll like trains, um, not just planes and stuff that'll take you from place to place, like even yeah. country to country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. And I, it's like with the state, like a country as big as the United States, like, like, you know, it makes sense. They don't have a lot of public transportation because how much are they going to be able to fund with the population mm-hmm. there as well? So that's a question. And I think like, that's really interesting because we're going to see problems come up with that. Like, oh, like the oil prices are going up. Do we really want to pay with that? Or like, I guess it'll be a controversy for like future presidents or like even like, like you know, at national conferences, that could be a, like a topic that comes up. Like, yeah. you know, like what are we looking towards? Especially mm-hmm. even that Trump like kind of messed up the US um, 
Like, did he look at the amount of, like, the Paris, whatever, like, the reform they had? The Paris Climate Accord. Yeah, and he just took us out. He was like, no, I'm not going to agree. And I was just like, bro, you just, you just do, you're, how are we going to, okay, here's the, the thinking. I was like, you want to be the president of the United States. How, how is the U.S. going to exist without the earth? Like, how do you plan on, like, cutting it out of the earth and taking it out? No, like, I was definitely concerned. I was like, huh, like, what are you going to, like, it really... But that's it. This is going to be a rant of me hitting on Trump, but that's fine. Yeah, I mean, and there's all the, that's that's why that's why Tesla is going to be so appealing in the future because of the oil price and the gas prices and all that. People don't want to have to deal with that type of stuff. But also, what you were saying earlier about how only the successes are talked about. I mean, even for these people, like like I was watching Steve Jobs his um, commencement speech because we were doing this assignment um, this last week, but. Um, you know, he talked about his failures in that speech. He only talked about his failures. He never even touched on his success. But if you look at any article or anything written about Steve Jobs that wasn't written by himself, it'll only talk about his successes and you won't even know about his failures. And so I think that's something that just like society in general, I mean, you hear all these quotes too, and it's like your failures are more important, your successes and all of this stuff. But like, it's not really exemplified in our, in our media and our society. I think that's something that needs to change in order for people to actually be accepting about failure. And, yeah. and like, no, sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, this is one thing I saw. Like, even if they are, like, you know, even if like some some act, like especially in the, the acting industry, I've seen this too. Like, you know, some actors and do well. Like, they'll make fun of him. They'll be like, he yeah. failed again, yet again. And instead of like being like, oh, he tried again. Like, you know, the the way like. I guess it's all interconnected the way you talk the way you like speak yeah. it's all like stems into like this person's like thinking and belief and then people are like oh change the system but like you're the one who created the system like you're the one who talked like that yeah right so I'm just saying like it just depends on mm-hmm. the way you talk to and like um what Anushka was saying about failures are more important than your successes like I, I'm not gonna say that's false because I I mean your failures are what build you up yeah um, and I think like without your failures, you can't have your successes because like you can't appreciate them either. Yeah. Yeah. They're like the mistakes you learn from, kind of. And even if it's not your mistake, it's like you learn from the hardships. That was our essay. Was that our essay prompt? It was a, we that was a practice. Okay, yeah, that was our practice essay prompt. I can't even remember what the actual essay prompt yeah. was. <laughs> but, um I was saying, oh yeah. So like um we see a lot of controversy surrounding like um tesla i mean basically everything we talked about even just now we talked about so much of mm-hmm. tesla's success yeah um, but i mean like we we couldn't at least on my part like i couldn't find much about their failures even though i'm sure they must have had yeah some. like i mean you you can't not and you can be as successful. i think Rishima actually she touched on it a little bit at the beginning yeah. how they failed a little bit in the beginning but i mean not to the we don't know the full story of how no, and I guess I guess like even companies because the companies we're talking about they're like relatively like thinking about history as like a whole like you know dimension I like it's the very very like like we're just like there like we it's not completely history yet like you know we're still able to refer it as like yeah oh yeah like you know Apple yeah like it's still like this so I guess in that sense too but I feel like as time keeps going on there's going to be like there's going to be the fact that people are going to be like, oh, they're going to be more aware given the research we're doing today, even in psychology and like stuff like that. They're going to be more aware of the impact of like failures. Like, you know, just knowing that these people failed too will have mm-hmm. on people that like it'll increase, I'm hoping it'll increase the chances of 
them being added to the history textbook. Because even now we only think about like, like especially U.S. history. I guess like we had a lot of failures. We did the reconstruction unit, and I was like, yeah, that was messed up. But <laughs> like, see, like as like the time goes on, they just add the like failures as well. Like not all the successes because to not like do it in the future, you have to know like what you messed up in the mm-hmm. beginning. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty important, I think. And that's, like I was saying, just something that society needs to focus on um, changing in general. But And also, Elon Musk, yeah. interesting character. Uh, also, he, interesting. he wrote an autobiography on, like, he wrote a biography on himself. Oh, and really? I was like, yeah, I Googled it. I was like, Elon Musk, and in my biography, I'm like, cool, let's see what it is. And then it was like, entire life. Huh. I feel like and I need to now, now we know what Rashima's going to be spending her Thanksgiving break doing. <laughs> the guy has 50 kids. He's 50 years old. He has seven kids. It's like 50 kids. Okay. So seven kids. Seven kids. That's still a lot in today's world. Like, I feel like today's world is something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's another another topic we could talk about. <laughs> I feel like. Talk about that forever. Yeah, yeah. I feel like after we're done with like the actual, like, like you know the topic we just kind of like go off into rants about like the environment and that's pretty much our podcast it sums it yeah, up no, like, yeah welcome like, back to, or no welcome to team techies no but like here's Every the thing, brand like, all the time yeah no and also like the fact is that stem like it inter like winds with like so many like real world aspects with it like mm. you know you can't just do science and not expect like consequences of it like on other people yeah, yeah. Because, like there's like okay and also the fact that like electric cars they might not like they might look really good for like a short term thing like, mm-hmm. like if you run out of oil but here's the thing what are we going to do about the b- battery like the like you mm-hmm. know uh, yeah that, that the is another big thing battery. what are you going to do about the wastage of the battery because like can you recycle them i mean i think that's a very difficult task if i'm correct um i have no idea you just have yeah, to i don't think they're recyclable out. and that was like another question I, I saw this article and i was like is it better to go like fully electric and deal with the like where are we going to put it like like yeah gold? no like, plus, we gonna... yeah because they also have their chargers too so it's also about the availability of chargers and that's a big thing like if you go on a road trip and you need to you need to charge your car you have to go find a tesla charger Mm-hmm. So yeah. overall semester awesome worlds we live in though like it's, just, it's like there's just one side that's just like oh like it's rainbows and like little ponies and like and the other side like no unicorns. we're gonna die yeah huh? rainbows and unicorns what are who says rainbows and little ponies i do because i watch my little ponies that's another topic oh, i love my little pony okay anyways we should probably yeah so we can wrap up this episode yeah. here um we hope you guys learned a little bit more about tesla um i know and elon I musk yes and elon <laughs> musk and the environment and my little pony <laughs> everything in one episode here um but thank you guys so so much for listening um and yeah please give us a fo- uh, follow us on all the socials i've not memorized it yet i promise i'm working on it i promise oh my I'm god rashima i think it's teen.techies oh wow you got it right okay. guys everyone clap for rashima okay yeah i'm patting my back okay so follow us on our socials leave us suggestions oh i said precious line sorry <laughs> no no it's cool there i mean essentially the same thing leave us suggestions at teen.techies on instagram I'm, I'm so proud i'm so happy for rishima yes um we are also teen techies podcast at gmail.com so yeah leave us suggestions what you want to hear from us and we will try our best to do that for you yeah and with that teen techies signing off <laughs>